Welcome to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today we are talking Golden Globes. The 69th Annual Golden Globe Awards are in January of 2012. The nominations have come out, and Lloyd and I are going to be speculating on who will win in all the major categories. As we know, the Golden Globes are both TV and film, so uh, we will test our knowledge and see what we have and haven't seen. Obviously, we're in Australia and some films haven't been released, some TV shows haven't come out, but we'll use the knowledge that we know, we'll make our best educated guesses, and uh, in 2012 we'll do a podcast that basically recaps and sees, you know, how we did with our predictions. I've got to ask, Dave, are you a fan of award shows? Do you watch the Oscars? Do you watch the Golden Globes? I do. You do? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's quite a guilty pleasure. Right? <laughs> and um, and you I, like it? or? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais, and uh, he's back to um, host again. Oh, I heard a lot of controversy with Absolutely. the last one. Why'd they ask him to do it again, then? The controversy, I guess. They like that? <laughs> he tells it like it is, yeah. No, I think it's a great thing. Oh, like, okay, sure, He's yeah. doing it for the audience at home, not for the people in the room. I think he, he went a bit far with some of the things he said. I saw a summary video of some of the things he said. I'm like, what? <laughs> Which is going to make the recap episode we do of the podcast even better, yeah. because we'll have even more to talk about with uh, Sure, with if, if he does go that far again. I yeah. feel like he will. He will, yeah. I mean, most definitely. It's now expected of him. So, have you seen the video with him and Johnny Depp? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's from uh, Life's Too Short. Oh, okay, is that the sure. one yeah, where yeah. they're sitting opposite each other uh, across the, from a desk, across the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that um, that was on the TV show Life's Too Short. Um, I've seen that one, and it was all play. It wasn't real. It a was. lot of people interpreted that as a real thing because it was clipped up on YouTube. Yeah, and it was just that scene. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. Um, they basically say nobody hurts Tim Allen <laughs> from oh, Home yeah. Improvement <laughs> at the end of it. You know, like that's what I love Tim Allen. <laughs> that's that's what Johnny Depp is really mad. For about. any of you guys wondering what we're talking about, just Google Ricky Gervais and Johnny Depp, and it should be the first thing that's come on YouTube. It, yeah, it's gone around. Um, or else life's too short, which is the sure. name of his uh, TV show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so we're going to start with the first award, which is Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role. Uh, just so everyone knows, I am terrible with award shows. <laughs> and this is going to come out during the podcast. Okay. We're going to see just how terrible. <laughs> um, anyway, Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role, and this is specific for a series, miniseries, or motion picture made for television. So these are kind of those one-off appearances in shows and the nominees are Jessica Lange for American Horror Story Kelly McDonald for Boardwalk Empire Maggie Smith for Downton Abbey Sophia Vergara for Modern Family Lloyd will know her <laughs> and uh, Evan Rachel Wood who was in Mildred Pierce I've so, got no idea of any of those shows all I know is the really beautiful girl from Modern Family so I guess she'll win <laughs> she was, she's actually like a big um friend of the Golden Globes, if you will, because she read out a bunch of the nominations. Okay. Yeah, so she did them in a terrible accent, and she mispronounced Martin Scorsese's name. She was like, Marty Scorsese, and or On something. purpose, sort of thing? No. No, really? No, not on purpose. She was just nervous up there, and she said um, that she thinks they'd ask her to do it because everyone will laugh at her and stuff, but she does it so confidently, and she's so attractive, Yeah, yeah. everyone just kind of lets it go. She's an amazing, amazing girl. <laughs> so, um... My pick is going to be Maggie Smith. Uh, she's uh, an older actress, and she's in Downton Abbey. And Downton Abbey got kind of quite a lot of hits, uh, you know, big big numbers with audiences. And also with the older actresses, they don't have too many awards ceremonies left. You know, um, 
they often give something to an older actor you know regardless of their performance they favor them so exactly you know because they think they might not be nominated ever again you know and it's quite a nice thing to honor them when you can and so everything. modern family is still a popular show it is okay yeah i think third season they might I've be seen up to half of an episode once <laughs> <laughs> i should watch more because she's in it but i don't know sure but um is that your pick? You're picking Sophie Vergara? I don't know any of the shows. <laughs> well, American Horror Story is a very popular show at the moment. It's kind of like a Stephen King-esque kind of horror show yeah. about a haunted house that they're all in. It's on 11 at the moment. Um, Boardwalk Empire is the Steve Buscemi show, uh, which basically is a 1960s kind of, uh, what do you call it? Gangster? Like, is that... A little bit gangster, sure. yeah. It's the one where Prohibition's on, I think, and uh, they oh, don't have... That sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's a period... TV show. It is. Wow, okay. In the same way Mad Men's kind of a period, you know. Yep. They've kind of capitalised. Everybody's sort of interested in that at the moment. Um, Downton Abbey's the British one. Uh, takes place around the time the Titanic hits. Is that is it an American production or is it British? I believe it's BBC. But oh, okay. Don't, don't okay. quote me on that. Yep. Modern Family, you know. And Mildred Pierce was uh, the Kate Winslet and Guy Pierce, um, I guess made for tv miniseries okay so miniseries t- for tv can go alongside with television series as you it, said with yeah they could be in any of these they could be in a, a series miniseries motion picture made for television so like a tv movie as okay. well yep. this is uh okay. supporting actress I see role what you mean. yep so i'm saying maggie smith yep but i'm saying the only person i know <laughs> which is sophia sophia vergara for modern family vergara uh, so the other side of the coin, we have the actor in a supporting role yep. in a series, miniseries, or motion picture made for television. Peter Dinklage, you know him? Nope. Um, the short guy from uh, Little Person from Game of Thrones. I- I've heard of Game of Thrones. I heard it's fantastic, but I've mm-hmm. never seen it. Have you ever seen Death at a Funeral? Nope. Okay, he's in Death at a Funeral as well. Paul Giamatti, you would know. Yep. I don't know what Too Big to Fail is, but okay. he's in Too Big to Fail. Guy Pierce for Mildred Pierce. Wait, Guy Pierce for Mildred Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, yep. Uh, Tim Robbins gets a nod for Cinema Verite. Yep. And Eric Stone Street, who's the big playing gay guy in Modern Family. All right. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll say Guy Pierce. I think he's very underrated, and I haven't seen Mildred Pierce, um, but I'll say him. Yeah, well, he did win the, um, the Emmy for Mildred Pierce for the same sort of performance. Oh, okay. And I'm saying the same thing. Sure. So Guy Pierce This could be his revival. Sort I believe of thing. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well I mean it also depends what they do next. Because, yeah. you know, you could pick something terrible next. Alright. Next nomination is the best performance by an actress in a miniseries or a motion picture made specifically for television. So the nominees are Roma Romola. Garari. Yeah. yeah Romola Garari. Yeah. yeah. Difficult to pronounce. For the hour. Diane Lane for Cinema Verite, Elizabeth McGovern for Downton Abbey, Emily Watson for Appropriate Adult, yep. and Kate Winslet for Mildred Pierce. Oh, wow. What a tough, tough, tough list. Yeah. Again, I'm going to go with Kate Winslet for Mildred Pierce because she won the Emmy. Same sort of thing as um, she's sort of that hot streak at the moment. She's got, she got two Oscars the mm-hmm. other year, you know, so best uh, supporting and best actress you know it's a pretty safe bet in my opinion but um kate winslet's the titanic chick kate winslet is yeah yeah I'll uh, go for <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll go for the same one again yeah, yeah. well let's hope we differ at yeah. some point um best performance by an actor in a miniseries or motion picture made for television yep. very similar the flip side of the coin we've got 
Hugh Bonneville for Downton Abbey, Idris Elba for Luther, and on a previous um, podcast I mentioned films we were looking forward to. Idris Elba is actually the guy who looks like he's going to be playing Obama. Oh, okay. In the uh, what do you call it? Catching Osama bin Laden sure. tale with yep. Guy Pearce. Yep. So Idris Elba is in this show called Luther. William Hurt for Too Big to Fail. Bill Nighy for Page Eight. Oh, Dominic West from uh, The Wire. Dominic cool. West from The Wire for the hour. So going with William Hurt, uh, one of the best actors, most underrated actors. I haven't seen Too Big to Fail, so. Uh, I don't know, but I love William Hurt. And I am going to say Hugh Bonneville for Downton Abbey because I feel like Downton Abbey is going to win some awards. I'm just not 100% sure why. Which so, ones, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it will be uh, honoured. All right, best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy. So this is a reasonably big one in terms of... <gasps> I see uh, David Lynch's actress there. <laughs> <laughs> a big one in terms of television. Yep. So Laura Dern, who's in a new show called Enlightened... Zoe Deschanel for New Girl, Tina Fey for 30 Rock, Laura Linney for The Big C, and Amy Poehler for Parks and Recreation. I want to say Laura Dern just because I'm a big Lynch fan, but Tina Fey is going to win this. All right, so wait, your pick is Tina Fey? No, Laura Dern. Laura Dern? Yeah. Uh, a big difference who I go for and who I think is going to win but in this instance if I have to give one answer, who I'm going to go for is Laura Dern. <laughs> I feel like Tina Fey's in there because just kind of because she's a previous winner you know what I mean like um, yeah and she seems very popular in the television realm like she gets a lot of respect yeah but 30 Rock has been absent from the TV screens for a while like yeah. they have, they've had a break because Tina Fey has been pregnant and stuff yeah so. um, I don't think it'll be Amy Poehler for Parks and Recreation so I'll limit, eliminate her uh, New Girls had 12 or 13 episodes in the States so it doesn't feel like that's kind of enough mm, yeah to, to give an award to yeah. an award to but I think they will. Really? Okay. I'm going to say Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. I like Zoe Deschanel. And that's how you spell it as well, with two O's. With two okay. O's. Yeah, yeah. Zooey looks like Zooey. Yeah, but it's I was about to Zoe. say Zooey. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think they'll give it to her because I think they'll reward the fact that she's in a TV show. And I think, at the end of the day, this is a popularity contest. And she's in this kind of quirky new show. So. Oh, so that's how the Golden Globes works. Like, Well, people are voting. Like what people, the public or people in the like academy, like yeah, people. it's something motion picture arts. Oh, okay, um, I'm not yeah. sure it's the academy because that's Oscars. Um, we could look it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll look it up. I, I just don't know how award ceremonies work. I know the Logies in Australia is voted by people who read TV Week. Yeah, like, TV that Week shows Logie. a lot of credibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's do the flip side. So yep. I said Zoe Deschanel. You say Lord. Uh, yep. All right. Well, you've got a good chance there. Enlighten's getting a lot of kind of yeah. No, buzz. yeah. Laura Dern's a phenomenal actress. Um, this is the flip side. Best actor, male, obviously, in a television series, musical, or comedy. So we've got Alec Baldwin for Alec Thirty Rock. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> David Duchovny for Californication. Johnny Galecki from The Big Bang Theory. He's Leonard, not Sheldon. I've never seen The Big Bang Theory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Every episode feels about the same, if you have seen it. Uh, Thomas Jane, who played the Punisher in the movies. I've seen Hung. Yeah, for Hung. And Matt LeBlanc for episodes. Um, Californication, that was popular in Australia. Then it got pulled for some reason, but it was gaining a lot of momentum. Is it still big in America? Yeah, I mean they're up to their fifth season. Wow, I got I got to okay. feel like this is for fourth season though. So oh, okay, um, 
I've got no idea. I'm going to say Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin? Yep. All right. I feel like there's too much controversy with Alec Baldwin. Because of the plane incident. <laughs> because of the plane incident. All the better. Like, look who they got hosting it, huh? Well, I don't think they reward it. Like, it's fine to have a host who's controversial. Sure. He's yeah. not going to win an award. Yeah. For me, I feel like it's between maybe David Duchovny or uh, Thomas Jane. And I'm going to give it to David Duchovny this year. I think uh, Californication has peaked. I think they're going to acknowledge that. And then I don't think he's going to win it again for Californication. He'll need a new show. So that's that's where we're at. All right, next category is Best Performance by an Actress. And this time it's a drama. The previous one was musical or comedy. This yep. is really where the Golden Globes differ from the Oscars. Oscars will do Best Picture, full stop. And the uh, Golden Globes does Best Picture musical or comedy and best picture drama so it differentiates humor and uh, serious roles so we're going television series drama best performance by an actress claire danes for homeland Muriel enos for the killing juliana margulies for the good wife madeline stowe for revenge and Callie Thorne for Necessary Roughness. The beautiful madeline stowe in a movie revenge that was television series Oh, okay. Well, it's interesting because she starred in a very horrifying movie, I'm pretty sure called Revenge, with, um, who's that guy in uh, The Waterworld? Kevin Costner. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I like Madeline Stowe. She's one of the most beautiful, beautiful people in, on film, so I'll, I'll go Madeline Stowe. For some reason, my instinct is to say Juliana Margulies for The Good Wife. Mm. I'm pretty sure she's won it before. What is this? Sorry, is this, the, this TV is, um, drama? TV drama, Okay, yeah. so these are TV series, like serious yeah. drama. I see, I yeah. see. Homeland's a new one. Do you know who Claire Danes is? Yep, she was uh, Ro- Juliet in Romeo and Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet, yep. yep. She's in Homeland, which is like Homeland Security. It's, it looks like it's a little bit like 24. We haven't got it in Australia yet, so none of us have seen it. Yep. Um, but for some reason, my hunch is to go The Good Wife. Yep. Um, yet, having not seen Claire Danes in Homeland, you know, it's a mm. tough one as well. Um, so, this one's a bit of a punt for me. I'm going to say Claire Danes. I'm just going to go with the good-looking girl again. <laughs> so, just to clarify, because... Madeline Stowe for Revenge. <laughs> the flip side now with Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Drama. You get your Steve Buscemi, Boardwalk Empire... Brian Cranston, who's won it before for Breaking Bad. Kelsey Grammer for a new show called Boss, which he's in. Now, Kelsey Grammer for me, I will talk about it in a second, but he just seems to sort of float between projects. Yep. Jeremy Irons for The Borgias, or The yep. Borgia. Borgia. Yep. Borgias, yep. And Damien Lewis for Homeland. So Homeland getting a couple of acknowledgements Wow, the already. great Jeremy Irons. Um... I'm going to give this to Brian Cranston, hands down. <laughs> I think it's Steve Buscemi's here. Sure, because uh, Brian's already got it, or Steve's been doing really well with Boardwalk. The funny thing is, I feel like the Golden Globes, there's often a lot of repeat business. People can win it several times in a row. Um, the other guy from uh, The Big Bang Theory, um, I can't remember his real name, but uh, Sheldon, I think he's won it a couple of times. And it's sort of funny how they re-reward the same people for the shows that everybody likes. Well, they hardly ever do it in the Oscars. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like that's a tradition that has to be broken. So, Brian Cranston is great in Breaking Bad, no problem. It's been going since 2008. Wow. Whereas... I still gotta watch it. <laughs> whereas Steve Buscemi for Boardwalk Empire, it's like the new hot thing. It's kind of like the promising kind of um, Mad Men territory. Sure. So, I'm gonna say Steve Buscemi. You're saying Brian Cranston? Yep. Great. As much as I love Jeremy Irons. 
and I, I'm not a Kelsey Grammer fan at all. No, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of hope it's not Kelsey Grammer. Frasier dude, right? <laughs> again, we haven't got Boss here, and we haven't sure. got Homeland here, yeah. so I don't know, Damien Lewis in Homeland could be amazing. We just we just don't know yet. But our predictions, we'll see how we go. Best miniseries or motion picture made for television. We've got Cinema Verite, Downton Abbey, The Hour, Mildred Pierce or Too Big to Fail I've got no idea I've never seen any of this <laughs> and the one I'm most familiar with is Downton Abbey but Mildred Pierce as we know won awards for Kate Winslet and Guy Pierce. it seems like yep. it should be a different award season already but you know it's still which is the one with the uh, the Titanic chick <laughs> that one's Mildred Pierce. I'll go for that one you think Mildred Pierce? yeah All right. I think she's a phenomenal actress so based purely on the fact that I don't know Cinema Verite, I don't know The Hour or Too Big to Fail, I feel like I've got to choose between Downton Abbey and Mildred Pierce and as I said, I feel like Downton Abbey's going to win some stuff, I'm saying Downton Abbey Alright, we've got a different one there <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be, we'll be different most of the time Yeah, sure Okay, best television series, we're getting out of television shortly yep. Best television series, musical or comedy So Enlightened, remember that was the one with Laura Dern Episodes is the Matt LeBlanc show Glee Modern Family or New Girl? Oh, so Enlightened is a comedy or a musical. Well, I believe it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not know that. I'll... I don't know. Um, Glee? Is that popular? <laughs> Glee has won it before. I'll so go with Glee. It's it's interesting, your method of choosing <laughs> I, I don't know if people can have too much confidence I in I did say at the beginning I'm terrible with this. <laughs> I'm going to say Modern Family. Yep. Um, based on popularity as well. I feel like uh, New Girl's in there. It's great to be in that category. But if you give it to Zoe Deschanel, you can't give it to the show as well. So Modern Family's more of an ensemble show. And um, we move on. So best television series now for drama. We're looking at the serious contenders. It's a very similar field. American Horror Story, Boardwalk Empire, Boss, Game of Thrones, or Homeland. I'll say Game of Thrones because I heard so much about it. It is it is hugely popular, Game of Thrones. But um, I will say Boardwalk Empire okay. because I feel like Steve Buscemi, you can also acknowledge the show. I've heard really good things, but I haven't seen a lot of it. So, again, hopeful that Boardwalk Empire can make an impression. Tough category now. We move into the actual films. Best foreign language film. Oh, jeez. The Flowers of War in the Land of Blood and Honey. The Kid with a Bike, A Separation, or The Skin I Live In? I'll go with the Spanish film, The Skin I Live In. Wow, an Iranian film, A Separation. Yeah. Oh, got to check that out. The Skin I Live In actually has Antonio Banderas. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I've seen a poster for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's got somebody in a mask. I yep. think they're making a Frankenstein or something. So you're saying The Skin I Live In? Yep. All right. Well, I know that the land of In the Land of Blood and Honey yep. is directed by Angelina Jolie. Okay, wow. So, in order to get Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt to come to this award show, it's massive buzz for Golden Globes. Hence why it's not. That as well. You absolutely get her to come because she's going to maybe win. Make sure she wins it as well. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. If you look at this, um, she's going to be campaigning for it. It's an international film. She's a you know UN ambassador. She's got a lot of ties. How can with... it be a best foreign language film if it's US? It's made in the US, but it's all in a foreign language. Oh, well, okay. Do you know what it is? Or I think that it's Bosnian. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I can't be hundred percent sure. Um, 
Sorry, I interpret best foreign language film as, as a in, foreign film. As a foreign film, yeah. yeah. Well, if you recall, Ten Canoes, the Aboriginal film, was um, well the film with Aboriginal actors made in Australia. It had no English; it was all in Aborigine. Um, and basically, they were con- considering putting that in um, to a foreign language category as well. well okay, sure. But then they didn't, so oh, interesting. It wasn't nominated. Whereas they went the other way with In the Land for the Blood and Honey, yep. Yeah, they made it in the US, but it's all... Interesting, okay, that's an interesting... Or it's a US production. Here we go, Best Animated Film. We have The Adventures of Tintin, again, yet to be released in Australia. Arthur Christmas, Cars 2, Puss in Boots, and Rango. I'm going to go with Spielberg here and go Adventures of Tintin. I feel like you're probably onto something. I feel like the number one contender, if not The Adventures of Tintin, is Rango. I think they did some uh, some different things with Rango. They had both. What's Rango? It's the Johnny Depp um, film where he's like a giant chameleon lizard oh, it thing. Looks terrible that one. <laughs> but they they did a lot of new techniques where they had like both actors in the same room and stuff oh, like okay, that. Yeah. But there's even more new techniques on Tintin mm. using the motion capture and stuff. I'm saying Tintin as well. Best original score. So we're looking at the music now. The artist. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, War Horse, and a film called W.E. Wow, that is Howard Shaw, John Williams, and Trent Reznor all in the same category. These guys are phenomenal. I'm going to go with my man Trent Reznor. Yep, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, definitely. I love Trent Reznor. A Girl with the Dragon Tattoo hasn't come out here yet. Um, I have a hunch that it is going to be The Artist, and I'll tell you why. The Artist is a black and white silent film and it's amazing because it's actually in the best picture category as it's well it's a silent film yeah about uh, basically the change from silent film to uh, you know with sound and wow yeah exactly it sounds really interesting um, I've seen scenes from it I haven't seen the whole thing but that implies to me that it's going to have a lot of score that the whole thing will be scored you know and it seems to me like that is going to be a huge achievement. Having not seen it, I don't know. But I'm speculating that the artist will take it, okay. which is uh, Ludovic Bors. So I'm not familiar with that particular composer compared to Howard Shaw, John Williams, and yeah. Trent Reznor, yeah. um, who any of them could easily take it out. Sure. I hear Hugo is amazing. We've now seen War Horse, so we can basically... Rule it out. <laughs> <laughs> rule it out of all the categories. Yeah. But I feel like, on a hunch, I'm saying the artist. You're saying the girl with the dragon yep. tattoo yeah, for I'm best go original with Trent score. Reza, definitely. Great. Now we got the best original song. So uh, individual songs within actual films. Oh, okay. I think <laughs> I know what that means. All right. So, well, I mean, this is a song within a film. Like, sure. for example, uh, the, the Oscars do this as well, and they gave uh, the Oscar to Eminem for singing. Oh, the song okay. Lose Yourself sure. Within 8 Mile and I it was, see It was in the credits So yep. it wasn't really in the film But some of them could be It's basically attached to the He film. wrote the song for the movie Yeah I believe he okay, did Like sure. he yep. raps that His life is no Mackay yeah. Pfeiffer And he's an actor from the film So I've got to assume Yes <laughs> <laughs> Anyway Albert Nobbs Which uh, is a film with Glenn Close uh, Where she plays a man And the song is Lay Your Head Down Nomeo and Juliet, Elton John's song, Hello, Hello, The Help, and uh, the song is called The Living Proof, Machine Gun Preacher, which is an action film with Gerard Butler. Chris Cornell. 
Chris Cornell. The song's called The Keeper. Or else W.E., which I'm not really sure what it is, but it's a Madonna song called Masterpiece, looks like. Um, I've got no idea, so I'm going to go with my man Chris Cornell, only because I saw him live in camera. <laughs> so Chris Cornell for The Keeper, that's for Machine Gun Preacher. The only nomination for Machine Gun Preacher as sure. well, so it must be the best thing about the film. <laughs> I feel like this one's going for The Help, uh, which the song is called The Living Proof, Mary J. Blige. Um, and others, really. You'll see them all when they get up there, and I'm correct. <laughs> Best screenplay for motion picture. Nominees are The Artist, The Descendants, The Ides of March, Midnight in Paris, or Moneyball. Curious, it says George Clooney next to The Ides of March. Does that mean he actually wrote it, co-wrote it? Well, yeah, him and two other guys have okay. basically all contributed to it. So if... I think up to four people can have a Golden Globe, so... Well, and uh, Woody Allen's in there. Yeah, Woody Allen for um, Midnight in Paris. I'll go the Ides of March. Ides of March? Yep. So, you know, I, I, I tend to agree with you, um, except uh, Moneyball has got Aaron Sorkin attached. I didn't see his name there. <laughs> Good gosh. Which, which makes me think he's a big favourite of all award yeah. shows. Moneyball's going to be a huge... Uh, contender for all these awards and if Moneyball can win a few Golden Globes they can put that that on the poster I feel like best screenplay is going to be Moneyball no that's a good choice Uh, I'll stick with Ides of March stick with Ides of March it's very possible I think Clooney's going to be given something speaking of which best director motion picture we've got Woody Allen for Midnight in Paris George Clooney for The Ides of March Michael Hazanavikas for The Artist Alexander Payne for The Descendants or Martin Scorsese for Hugo Alexander Payne, okay Alexander Payne previously did Sideways Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I like Sideways yeah. um, It's a big category, obviously Wow, Woody anyway. Allen, Martin Scorsese you got Clooney in there as well And as as we've talked about, Hugo basically, um, you were ex- Hugo, but yeah, you're yeah. excited yeah, for I'm it excited Martin for Scorsese, it. I'm hearing really good things about the film and the fact that it connects with uh, old cinema and it's just sort of this amazing French well uh, first I would have just said right away Martin Scorsese but I'm just going to go different here um, I, I love Martin Scorsese you can hear what I said about him when we talked about films so I won't go on about him so I'm going to go with out on a limb here Woody Allen <laughs> Woody Allen best director Midnight in Paris yeah I heard that's one, not one of his best films but it's very solid it's one of his best for a while right? Really? Yeah, it's yeah. quite good yeah. I have seen it um I really feel like The Descendants with okay. Alexander Payne is going to take this one, Best Director. Wow, okay. I mean, George Clooney is the dark horse because The Ides of March is a really phenomenal film. Um, Martin Scorsese, again, Hugo, it's a tough category. Yeah, but, you know, Martin Scorsese, a, like, you look at that list, Scorsese's right away on top, but yeah. I'm just I'm just going to ignore his there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like Hugo is probably a great film, but having not seen it, I'm, I'm a yeah, little bit that's, handicapped. Yeah, that's right. If I see it and I'm turned away, I'll, you know, I'll, yeah. It, it doesn't come out till a few days before the... Um, the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes, oh, I think. Yeah, so we're, we're at a really big disadvantage. Yeah, so you're saying... Um, I'll say Woody Allen. Woody yeah. Allen, I'm saying Alexander yep. Payne. So we're up to Best Performance by an Actress in a supporting role in a motion this picture. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Berenice Bejo for The Artist. Jessica Chastain for The Help. She's also in The Tree of Life, which we've reviewed earlier this year, if yep. anyone's interested. Janet McTeer for Albert Nobbs. Octavia Spencer for The Help. Or Shailene Woodley for The Descendants. Oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> Who are you going to go with? <laughs> well, 
I feel like I'll that. go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say. Anything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, this is going to be Octavia Spencer for the help for okay. um, supporting role. My wife has seen the help, yep. and she's crazy about it. She thinks it's great. Big shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I just don't know any I, of these. I trust her judgment. I'll I mean, go. it could be Jessica Chastain for the help. She's also quite good in The Tree of Life, but I'm going to say Octavia Spencer. Okay, I'll go with that one. Same one? Yeah. That's kind of a cop-out. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let you know, buddy. Uh, you... <laughs> well, we'll get you first on the next one. All right, best performance by an actor in a supporting role motion picture. So we have the great Kenneth Branagh for My Week with Malrin. As oh, in right, he's Malin back. Yeah, yeah. Albert Brooks for Drive gets a look in. That's the first and only nomination for Drive, which, <laughs> again, we reviewed earlier this year. Yep, we said it was very good. Jonah Hill for Moneyball. Here's my man, Viggo Mortensen for A Dangerous Method. Which, you again, you were looking forward to. Yep. And Christopher Plummer for Beginners. Oh, Christopher Plummer's in there. Every field uh, this year seems like quite a big field, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I'm going to go with Viggo. Viggo Mortensen, yeah. Dangerous uh, Method. Supporting actor. How supporting do they judge role. that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a more minor role, as you know, Albert Brooks wasn't in sure, drive as much as sure. Ryan Gosling, so supporting. So Viggo Mortensen, you think? Yep. Um, I have this hunch that they're going to give it to Jonah Hill for Moneyball. Um, basically because Moneyball's going to win some awards and I feel like this might be one of those ones that they, they give. Um, just on instinct, I'm saying Jonah Hill. Uh, the one that sort of niggles me, I think, is Kenneth Branagh. I think they could easily give it to Kenneth sure. Branagh, you know, um, for my week with Marin, as in Marin Monroe. But we'll move on. I'm saying Jonah Hill. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Another big category wow. here. Jodie Foster for Carnage. Jeez. Charlize Theron for Young Adult. Yep. Kristen Wiig for Bridesmaids. Michelle Williams for My Week with Maureen. And Kate Winslet again for Carnage. Oh, man, I've got no idea. That's too, st- too tough to pick. Carnage is uh, based on a play. And it's also got John C. Riley and uh, the bad guy from Inglorious Bastards. Okay, yeah. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember the name. The guy, he's, I think he's a rabbi in real life. I could be oh, wrong. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that one looks pretty full on, Carnage, if you've seen the trailer. Young adults kind of... Uh, Charlie's Theron goes back to her high school to try and win the guy she was in love with, and he has a family and stuff. Bridesmaids, have you seen that one? Huge R-rated film, made tons of money. Um, Kristen Wiig is from Saturday Night Live, but this is a real breakthrough role for her. And Michelle Williams from um, Brokeback Mountain and among others. What's your thoughts? Who are you going to go with? <laughs> I'm not going to cop out of this one. <laughs> well, I'm saying Michelle Williams for my week with Marin. She's playing. I was, Ma- I was actually thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's playing Marin Monroe. Yeah. From what I've seen, it looks very convincing. And um, yeah, basically. And that film's got a lot of momentum um, going for it as well. Um, I want to say Kate Winslet. I'm going to go Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet for Carnage? Yeah. All right. And uh, it was either Jodie Foster or Kate Winslet for me, because I'm going to ignore the big one, Michelle you Williams. I'm going to go. You think she's the favourite, do you? Yeah, I think she's the heavy favourite. Okay. I'm going to go with Kate Winslet. All right. We're up to best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. So the flip side Jean Dujardin yeah. for The Artist, Brendan Gleeson for The Guard, Joseph Gordon-Levitt for 50-50, Ryan Gosling, Crazy Stupid Love, 
and Owen Wilson for Midnight wow, in Paris. Wow, I've got no idea. Every um, category seems bigger than the last, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, I'll, I don't want to say Ryan Gosling. He's actually nominated again later for Best Actor. So. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't want to say Owen Wilson, because I, I actually haven't seen Midnight in Paris. I don't Brendan know. Gleason's I'll go for The Artist. Jean Dujardin? Yeah, I'll go for that, definitely. Okay. I'm going to say Joseph Gordon-Levitt for 50-50. Yep. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture or up to drama. As I said, Glenn Close is playing a guy in Albert Nobbs. Viola Davis for The Help. Rooney Mara in the American remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Meryl Streep for The Iron Lady. Or Tilda Swinton for We Need to Talk About Kevin. Meryl Streep is the heavy favourite. I think she's going to win it hands down, but I'm going to go with Glenn Close for Albert Nobbs. Yep. Rooney Mara, again, is also getting a lot of yeah, hate. Yeah, um, the, girl, the girl with the um, dragon, dragon tattoo. tattoo. I thought, oh gosh, another remake. But when I saw the people attached to them, I'm like, good gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very strong team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And They're not I, mucking around with it. I, I can't go past Meryl Streep for The Iron Lady. I mean, from everything she, I've seen, yeah. it doesn't come out, I think, till Boxing Day for us. Um, uh, so from what I've seen, though, it's really convincing. Yeah. And I find that they have real issues not giving it to people who are portraying real people. Yeah. You know, so I'm saying Meryl Streep and you're I'm, saying... Yeah, I'm going to go Glenn Close. Meryl Streep's going to win it, but I'm going to go for Glenn Close. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Jeez. Biggest category, maybe, Jeez. for the guys. We've got George Clooney for The Descendants. we got Leonardo DiCaprio for J. Edgar. Michael Fassbender for Shame. Ryan Gosling for The Ides of March. Brad Pitt for Moneyball. Uh, I want to say DiCaprio. I really, really want to say DiCaprio. Do you know who Michael Fassbender is? Yeah, the guy who played Magneto in X Men yep. First Class. Yeah, he's good. He's really like come of his own. In yeah, that. Shame uh, looks really good. Um, I want to say DiCaprio. Like I know, I, I guess you can say it's an obvious pick, but uh, Clint Eastwood teaming up with Clint Eastwood, that sort of thing. I, I just have a feeling he's going to win. I as well have a real hunch it's going to be DiCaprio, but I do want to be different from you. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go with George Clooney for okay. The Descendants. Yep. Um, I don't think he's going to win at all. I, I kind of think he's got to win something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think it's going to be Best Actor. Well, I'm saying he's going to win Best Actor because I'm also imagining Alexander Payne winning Best Director. Sure. And when we get to it, I'm thinking it's going to be Best Film sure. uh, for drama. So I've got to kind of commit. To, yep. my, to my guess here so I'm going to say Clooney for The Descendants and you're saying DiCaprio yep. for J. Edgar best motion picture we're up to the big ones musical or comedy so we've got The Artist Bridesmaids 50-50 Midnight in Paris or My Week with Naren it's too hard I've got no idea it could be anyone couldn't yeah. it <laughs> I'll say My Week with Marilyn uh, just because it's just got so much momentum and I think this, as I said, could be anybody. I feel maybe Midnight in Paris. I feel, well, though we haven't seen a lot of 50-50, it's the fact that it's been nominated really says something. Bridesmaids was a huge box office earner. Um, there could be a lot of favoritism going there. I'm going to say The Artist, um, really based on instinct again, because, you know, of the kind of film it seems to be. So also, I mean, it, it'll probably be nominated for an Academy Award as well. Final category in the 69th annual Golden Globe Awards. 
Best Motion Picture Drama. Again, my pick out front is The Descendants, but here are the nominees. The Descendants, The Help, Hugo, The Ides of March, Moneyball, and everybody's favourite Warhorse. Well, we can rule out Warhorse. <laughs> As you can tell. I don't think Hugo's going to win. Um, I just have that feeling. I don't think it's got a chance. Um, well, we've given it nothing so far. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, you said no music uh, he was a big. Oh, he could have been a favourite for the director with Martin Scorsese. Um, like the big obvious one. Um, I'm going to go with the Ides of March on this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with The Descendants. So yeah. looks like kind of a George Clooney-esque um, Golden Globes or others. And this is a big indicator as to how the Oscar nominations will go. The Oscars go. got a lot more than just um, six, don't they? Uh, they have ten for the wow, best picture, sure. which, uh, as you can see, there's, you know about 10 for sure, both these categories I see, I see, yeah. um, but it doesn't really you know though it's a clear indicator it doesn't always roll out that way so uh, this will be the last pod me if you can for 2011 we've had a great time doing it mm-hmm. agreed yeah, yeah it's great yeah it's been a lot of fun uh, we've appreciated all your feedback through the facebook page which is facebook.com slash pod me if you can um, it's great to see the subscribers numbers going up so thanks uh, guys really appreciate it and uh join us in 2012 for more interviews more film discussions and as always you know you can keep the conversation going at facebook and suggest things that you want to see and hear and in 2012 some of you have done that and it's been really good thanks heaps guys all the best with everything and have a great new year